With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Rangers Rabble podcast. This is your match reaction after Rangers comfortably pumped hearts 3-1 at Hamden um, to secure a place in the League Cup final against Aberdeen. Um, Philippe Clement can do no wrong, it would appear. He can turn players who seemingly were going to leave and were squad players at best into prime Messi. No idea how he does it. No idea if it's Dr. Waller's um, exclusive coffee. Um, we shall discuss that and more um, with my two co-hosts, Robert and Kerr. Before I bring you two guys in, hello and welcome everybody watching. If it's your first time here, subscribe to the channel over on YouTube. Um, give the show a like on YouTube. Watch us on Twitter and Facebook as well. Follow us and like on all the, all the platforms um, as well. Robert, um, that was... And this is like the second or third time I've said this now. Um, no, no, at half time. I'm sitting there at half time going, we're, we're going to, we're still, we're, this is going to be comfortable. We're going to win this. It's not even in doubt. It's not one of them where you're sitting thinking, right, well, if we don't score a goal for the next 10 minutes, then, you know, hearts could nick one. None of that went through my head at all. No, listen, you could see in the first half what they were trying to do. Um, there was some good play interchange with the front three. I thought, Simo was getting down the left-hand side as well. Barisic putting some balls into the box. You, you, you felt it was coming, as you say. Um, and obviously, the second half was just brilliant, brilliant to watch. You came, you came away thinking that's that's a team to be proud of. So, no, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm sure you know we'll, we'll dismantle it piece by piece. But um, overall, I think uh, Clement will be happy with that. Interesting to hear his post-match actually, because he never, you know, he said in the build-up that perfection is is, is not achievable. So, interesting to see what he, what he thinks. I mean, he's probably right. I mean, you know, if we if we really wanted to, we could go through bits of that game and say, oh, we could have done better there, we could have done better there. And then Clement's pulling up Dessers in the, the 89th minute for no tracking a player and stuff like that, which is probably to see, but you're never going to get perfection care. But what you're going to get is an extremely comfortable performance with a team that looks like they know what they're doing and Hearts never stood a chance. No, Hearts were poor, Martin, but Hearts were poor because we made them look poor. I thought we were really good. The first half, we missed some chances. We should have done better with some of the chances we created. But I was like yourself. It was never in doubt we weren't going to win. They came out the second half and we just battered them. And listen, the team, I feel our confidence. Morale's right up. Every player looks like they're happy being there. They're happy playing. And like the plus side, I know when, uh, I think you mentioned it at the start. I didn't always have his norm. But the players know what they're doing. They've got an instruction for the manager. They've got a plan. It's not like they're in about the part thinking, like who's who's to be here and who's to be there. And they've actually got instructions on what you're doing. You've seen that everybody's happy. They're all backing each other up. Somebody loses the ball, somebody else is here. We're pressing and packs. We're hitting the bylines. He's crossing for deep. We 
They're just a joy to watch at the moment, but like Big Phil says, I'll be taking it game by game. Who had 50 minutes on the penalty bingo, by the way? Did anybody have 50 minutes? Um, but yeah, but we'll, we'll listen, we'll come to that. We'll come to that. Just on the on the first half in general, um, Robert, it was frustrating at some points because, you know, we were creating chances, um, mostly for Danilo. And we, we discussed this the other day, you know, he, he, he sometimes takes three or four chances to put a ball in the back of the net. But the chances were getting created. Absolutely. So you obviously see the, the first one, Seema slips him in and he so it takes a touch and then sort of blazes it a wee bit high. Uh, the header, I think he maybe just sort of gets his, his jump wrong. Um, and then you see that the link up with, with Cantwell, I think that produces a really good save for his under Clark. So as you said, the early doors, you know, the, the, the signs were there. It, it felt comfortable. It felt like, we were, you know, we we're, were riding on the wave and the goal was going to come. Um, I've, had, I've had one concern in the first half, it was when Big Balligan went down. I thought he's going to have to go off here. Um, but listen, he persevered, came on, and I thought he finished the game really well. I thought, you know, he didn't look he was under any real pressure. I know Michael Stewart was championing Vargas to get at him and really make a fist of it, but um, it didn't happen uh, for Michael. So, um, no, as I said, first half, no concerns. And, 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 and you know, you come out second half and you think we're going to get that going. Obviously, we do. I mean, it's not something I want to discuss, Kerr, right? But we have to because it's what we do. Um, for those of you who watched the game on Viaplay and didn't fly off to Germany to watch it on Rangers TV, which in, which incidentally brings me to, if that's something that you would like to do, then our sponsors, NordVPN, can help you achieve that. And if you use the link in the description right now, you can get up to 63% off a two-year deal with NordVPN. Other deals are available. Um, but if you use the link in the description and you decide to take it and have a wee flight to anywhere in the world, by the way, and it's cheaper than a, than an aeroplane, um, then you help support this podcast as well. Um, Kerr, if you were watching it on Viaplay, which I assume you probably were, um, we had to put up with 90 minutes of, not even Hearts TV, we had to put up with 90 minutes of Celtic TV with the amount of shite that Michael Spewart, uh, Michael Spewart that's a good name for a minute, Michael Stewart was spouting. Listen, Martin, Michael Stewart, he doesn't hide the fact, he doesn't like us, he doesn't hide the fact that he's anti-unionist, he's anti-rangers, he's just anti-everything, but he's, he, he never comes across with a fair point, even if there's, even if there's none happening, he always tries to put it on our side, but listen, he could have sat there all day, I don't know why some ex-rangers players can sit there next to him. Personally, I would either have to say something or just basically have to turn off because it must be so annoying to commentate next to. But listen, it doesn't matter what he said today. Hearts are going to touch us and he could, he could still be sitting there moaning about stuff. And that's what he was doing, everything. He, even at the end there, he was, he was saying it was a foul on Devil and then he seen Devlin smiling and he had to kind of uh, take it back because he just... None had Conor Goldson never touched him and he's just like that, man. He's just a guy who... Loves people when people up and then he gets him back, he plays a victim card. But like we say, that's like a lot of people in the media. I know Mark, he's desperate, I know he's desperate to be an MP, but you know, there's other ways to go about it, Robert. Well, I, th I think he got one call right. If I, I wow. do say the, the, the Cochrane shot pull on Goldson, which I don't think got even got looked at, but obviously Haring get, get done for that the week before for, for some of a similar ilk, and he did highlight that to be fair to be fair to him. Um, but no, apart from that. Absolute just nonsense coming out of his mouth. Um, even the 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 penalty they do get awarded to, he's going on and on and on about it. Alan Hutton must be getting home with two panadol the night listening to that for, for ninety minutes. So, um, but listen, it's not going to take away from us. We've uh, we've come out with the win. We're in the final. We've got to go and do the business now. Oh, look at that! This just came in as well, right on I'm time. Going to, I'm going to get. To, I'm, I was going to have a wee drink of my coffee while you were finishing your. Did point, you burn Robert? your finger? Did you burn your fingers in that earlier? I saw the wee owl. No, I rattled my finger off it, and it's quite a hard cut. So <laughs> it was it was a wee bit sore. Um, but Charles, who who helps this podcast out all the time with his donations and and his comments and stuff. So Charles, thank you very much for the super chat. Um, Balogun had a good game. So did Looney and Tav and Sima. Look at different players and um, be looking. To, uh, sorry, I'll try that again. Look, different players be looking to keep Looney if he keeps up these performances. Love the performance, especially second half, first half, scrappy, just keep it going, the desire. So, 
within that, that their care is should we be looking to keep certain players as they have now for, for as long as Clement's been here, they've, they've upped their game. And I they think the main person he's pointing out there is Lundstrom. They have, Martin. And at the end of the day, I said that night, no, so I'm not going to go back in that. But he has upped his game and he's played well, John Lundstrom. He's not put a foot wrong in the last few games. and But they had to, because before Clement's come in, it was a shit show at times, so they've had to up their game. And like I said, they're playing for their future. So you just leave them just now. You see how the season pans out. I wouldn't give anybody a contract just now. I wait until the end of the season. First of all, to see who he wants to keep and see what money he's got to spend, first of all. And then you can look at the squad up and say, I'll keep you, you and you. But the rest of you can maybe go and find another club. But I think, like I said, he's right. Take it game by game and see what we end up winning. We've won nothing yet. We've only we've started playing well. So... Wait until there's a trophy in the cabinet or we're sitting top of the league or whatever. Don't, I'm not going to get carried away. Like oh, I no, I'm, I'm going to get carried away. There's not a thing you can do. No, I've had my fingers bumped too many times with this stranger side and some of these players. Oh, in, and some of these <laughs> some of these players in particular. So I'll just take it game by game. I mean, on, on Charles's point there, Robert, about the first half, I mean, the, the second half really good, but the first half being a bit scrappy. Um I'm not 100% sure if I agree with that. I think, you know, first half, scrappy maybe in terms of us trying to put the ball in the net. Um, but apart from that, I felt as if, you know, we were in kind of total control and it, it was a matter of when, not if. And I, I agree with you there. I just think it, it missed that that wee final click in the in the final third. Um, it kept coming. It kept coming. You know, they weren't, the heads weren't going down when chances were getting missed. So, you know, we had a striker previous who would take, you know, three or Three or four chances to take his ball, his ball in the back of it. So I've got no no qualms about that. Danilo just gets himself back in the positions and gets himself uh, creating more, uh, space to create more chances. So um, no, I don't agree with, with, with Scrappy. Just on the, the the point about you know would you keep players or, or let players go? I, I can't give you a yes or a no answer as I sit here now. But what I will say is I trust the manager wholeheartedly to make a decision here more than I would have the last two we've had. So. Um, Clement is he looks very thorough as you, you touched on before about you know Bollock and Dessers 90th minute for no tracking his man he's not going to leave any stone unturned he's running his eye over these players um, every day in training all the games and I'm sure when he comes to the end of the season um, if he does give for instance John Lewis a, a new contract then it will be merited yeah, by the way, can I just say to everybody, and I think Robert, in fact, and Kerr will be in the same boat, although I think Kerr's in his fourth story loft. Um, it's bonfire night. Um, I've got dogs. Robert's got a dog, and I know Kerr's got dogs. So if you do hear any barking, um, my missus is trying her best to keep um, Archie and Teddy happy. Um, but if you do hear any barking, then uh, that is that is absolutely why. Um, Kerr, first half. Maybe it's my my severe blue tinted specs, right? Um, and, and I'm happy to be told that it is. Um, but Cantwell gets a yellow card. Why? Because the referee thought it was a booking, obviously, Martin. Oh, yeah, that's a horrendous <laughs> answer. That is a horrendous answer here. Come on. That was a simple answer, Martin. I'm not sure. I mean, it's Nick Walsh, isn't it? So we know what he's like. He's not the best referee, but saying that, there's not many referees in Scotland which are the best referees. But I think Todd was struggling, Martin. I think he still doesn't look fit to me. I don't know if he's been rushed back. I don't know if he was maybe told you're getting the first 45 and you're coming off. I don't know. He was in and out again. He was he done a couple of link up plays with like Robert said earlier. He linked up with uh, Danilo. He was trying to link up a couple, a couple of others, Tav, and he was doing okay, but he was giving the ball away at times. He wasn't tracking back like he usually does. So I don't know if he's been rushed back. But with the booking. We are book- I don't know if he's been subbed for the booking or he's just been subbed because he wasn't performing or that maybe the injuries playing up again. I don't really know. He was sitting on the bench. He didn't look too unhappy. He didn't look happy either. But in the day, if a manager can make big calls and it works out to bring on something like Scott Wright, then I'm happy with that because nobody's big on this, nobody's big on the team. But as for the booking, you know yourself, you can see it, but it's not booking, you can see it was a booking, but it's Nick Walsh and Charles, so it can go either way. I mean, aye, Robert, Jamie, Carl and King, uh, what happened to Campbell? Was it an injury or a system change? 
And then RRM has said that the Clement, Clement has come out and said that the Cantwell substitution was tactical. Um, that's a that's a wee bit of a strange one for me. If it's, I mean, <laughs> it worked. <laughs> Second half we came out and we blew them away. Absolutely. Um, it's just it's just weird to hear that about a player who's probably been by far your best player that it, that it was tactical. And also, give me your opinion on the yellow card. Well, we'll start with the yellow card. Um, I think that's purely been given for the, the raised arm. The arm comes up. It's maybe on his shoulder or he's he sort of back of his neck. I think that's what it is. The Hearts player, as soon as he feels that, he's going to go over. So that's my answer for the yellow card. To, to touch on your second point, you say he, he was your best player. What, your best player in the squad or your best player on the day? No, you're, you're, you're just your best player of recent times. Right, OK. But I think maybe... Without sort of speaking to the manager, he's obviously been asked to do a job. Now, whether he's carrying that out as Philippe Clement wants, then we don't know the answer to that until we hear from the manager. But certainly, I think that might have been the issue. As Kerr says there, he wasn't really um, tracking back, did lose the ball a couple of times. I thought he, he played okay, um, but maybe okay is not good enough for somebody of Campbell's quality. Um, maybe it might have been a different story if he gets that shot <coughs> past uh, Xander Clark. Um, but I don't think he can, you know, he's not, he shouldn't be embarrassed if he's if he's performance. I've done okay. Scotty comes on and just looks incredible, really. And yeah, we'll talk about that. But, yeah, but, but listen, it's a substitution, a substitution that came off. Whether or not Todd Cantwell likes it or not, he's got to just you know abide by the manager and go again when he's called upon. I think maybe it's just a wee bit strange for us, care because we've had managers in recent times who there's been certain players who. have perceived to have been the best players in the team. And regardless of how they're playing, regardless of how the game's going, they don't get taken off. We seem to have been we seem to have been this club that in recent years, if you're seen as part of the first team, you're part of the first team regardless. Yeah, Martin, some players we are comfortable and some managers, as we all know, had their favourites and it didn't matter how bad they played, they were still in the team the next week or they didn't come off the park, even if they were poor. But I think this manager's different. I think he has to be different because you probably watched this team over the past couple of seasons say, and did say probably there is something there. We all know there's something there. When we play well, we are a good side. But it's been a lot of games we've been awful with the same bunch of players. That's why I mentioned don't jump into contracts. But So he's probably thinking, I'm going to give this team a good six months and see what I can get out of them. See what their strongest positions are. See if they can listen to instruction. And that goes for Campbell, Tav, Golson, any of them. If you're not pulling your weight, you come out the side and somebody else takes your chance. Like Scott Rice done and he's took it with both hands. So it doesn't matter to me who's playing as long as I've given 100% of me one. Names don't mean anything in the day because it's a, it's a Rangers football club. It's the most important thing. And if that's where the manager wants to go, I'm happy with that. I mean, not one single Rangers supporter out there can criticise the decision that the manager made. And, and Robert David Barbie, a great comment. Um, we've always criticised previous managers for being reactive rather than proactive. So fair play to uh, uh, Clement. The substitution definitely changed the game. And like I say to Kurt, I just think it's been so long, and pretty much like David's saying there, it's been so long since we've had a manager who, let's be brutally honest, knows what he's doing. Listen, when we've been crying out for a man to come in and be ruthless, you know, uh, the players need to respect the manager and, and there's kind of be this sort of, Pals Act that maybe was the, the 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 case under the previous manager, um, and as you said, there's a bit of direction coming for the manager as well, which is great. Um, I'm just impressed overall. But Philip, come on, at the moment he can do no wrong in my eyes. So um, mm. long may that continue. Every time he speaks, you just listen. There's an aura about the guy. Um, you can see that. Um, you know, not just on in the press conferences, but you can see it on the touchline as well. You know, when he's pulling players over and he's in chat to them, they're, they're focusing in, they're listening. Um, and I said that in the, in the, the build-up show that there's, there's no bluffing here. This man's direct. The messages are clear. So, um, as I say, long may it continue. Um, and, and I think it is just a ruthlessness. You know, you've, you can't be, um, you know, sentimental in these decisions. But I think we have been in the past. Somebody in the comments said about Ryan Kent playing match after match and doing hee-haw. Um, I think that's been a case for a few of them. And while, while we can say there was no guys to come in and replace them, at the same time, sometimes players need taking out. Uh, and, and Clement's certainly going to do that. I mean, we're going to talk about the captain. Um, after we finish talking about the goals, we'll have a wee bit of an in-depth discussion um, about the captain because that's what people, apart from Scott Wright, that's what people want to want to hear us talk about. But care. So we come out for the second half, and I'm sitting at half time, and I've made my half time coffee as I usually do. 
Um, and I'm sit- normally at half time, I'm sitting going, right, it's no, no. I'm a little bit worried here. Um, we haven't scored. We've created a couple of chances. We- that might come back to haunt us. But like I say to Robert, I'm sitting there at half time with my coffee. Second half's about to kick off. And I'm sitting back and I'm going, right, we're going to score shortly. I can feel it coming. And then we get a penalty. Um, any argument? I mean, there will be arguments against it, but any argument for you that it's not a penalty? And you're on mute, which is horrendous, which is absolutely horrendous. Again, Martin, I keep, sometimes I don't even put myself mute and you do, but uh, there will be arguments. But listen, Xander's come out and he knows he's late and he catches him. I mean, it isn't, he didn't take him clean out, but he did catch him. He went down. It's a penalty in the day. Goalkeepers are stupid at the time. They come out for no reason. He was heading away for goal. Just follow them. Don't have to dive at their feet if you're not going to get it. But he's done that. Listen, Hart didn't even really complain about it. I mean, he just got up and walked back to his goal. And Hart's probably done even moan. So, out of the penalty. There's no... Nobody else can say it was otherwise. I mean, I thought Xander was actually... I thought he was quite poor at Ibrox, Xander. And I, and I thought, again, he was poor today. Um, aye. I, again, Robert, no argument for you at all. I mean, I, mean I, I won't lie. See, when I first seen it in real time, I thought... Xander's pulled away there. He Danilo's just went down. I thought I, I genuinely thought it was a dive. Um, but you see the replays and there's definite contact. Aye, listen, as soon as Danilo gets there, you know there's only one outcome. Um I think you know Xander's obviously made his decision and there's no coming out for that, coming away for that once you've once you've committed. So but right decision and uh, the captain steps up. Now he must have had thoughts in his head here. Look, I've scored one against these and I've missed one against these um only last week. So to have that conviction um, to step up and put it away with aplomb as well. So, listen, I think James Tavney was, was put in the perspective by Alan Hutton. I think it was his 110th, 111th goal. Somebody will correct me uh, on those figures. And Alan Hutton said, I only scored four in my career. Um, mm-hmm. And it plays a similar position. So, uh, as I say, we're very lucky to have him. I know he has his critics. I've been one at times. But today was a very, very good performance. So, not just even as a, as a Rangers captain, just as a... You know, as a, as a football player, I thought he was really, really good. Well, I, th- I think his overall performance today was excellent. A, a lot different to what we've seen him. That's what we're going to discuss a wee bit later on about whether there might be a, a slight change in the way that he plays and a slight change in mentality. But we'll come on and, and, we'll, and we'll discuss that um, a bit later on. Not long after the the penalty care, we get our second. And it is that man. And I, and the, the reaction is, t- is titled, Scott Wright, take a bow. Um, he came on. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Absolutely, 100%. He changed the game. He started making things happen. Um, and again, quite similar to the cup final goal, to be fair. Um, but it's a great finish. That was a good finish, Martin. But what Scott Wright's doing just now, which he wasn't doing under the previous manager, he's direct. He's been direct. He's running at players. He's trying to get by. He's putting one twos. He's no turning back. No drifting out right. No hiding. He's been direct and he's going at players because he has got he has got some ability. Scott, right? We all know he can go by somebody. We all know he can finish. I mean, that's performance today. He's not going to say he should be first name in the team sheet and he's a superstar. But the managers gave him confidence because only a couple of months, about five months ago he was or three, probably four months ago he was going to Turkey to play and knocked that back and he was getting. Then he took clubs down in the championship and knocked him back and he stayed and he probably thought I'll be here longer than the manager and he was proven right. So listen, he's given him a chance and he's taken it. Come on, and if he can sit on the bench at times for us and come on and make that impact, the manager will be happy, we will be happy, but Scott Wright will be happy and I'll give him confidence. You can see that he's putting my smile on his face, like I said, but he's more direct, he's linking up with players, and I think with the movement under uh, Danilo's movement and Seymour's movement, he's putting my guys who don't stand still. So that's going to help him as well. Whereas I mean, maybe if you're playing with Dessers, it's a slightly different kettle of fish. But I'm happy with Scott Wright's playing. He'll be happy, but it doesn't mean he's a superstar. It just means he's got a bit more of confidence in his own ability under this new manager. Well, Robert, that's fantastic. Mr Fox said, you know, he's, he's a different player under Clement and Blue Bells are blue. 
Um, it wasn't just a goal, he was dynamic, direct, and opened up the right side for us with his pace. So it's always the, one of these things. Somebody has a couple of good games, somebody comes in and looks. And I think, was it you that said it to me before we started, that he looks as if he's bulked up a bit as well? He looks like a... He looks like a he looks slightly different in that way. So the discussion is always going to be when somebody has a couple of good games. Is he a player who can absolutely be a squad player for us going forward? See, I think the key to this is all of this is is playing at a higher tempo. It suits these players. You've got Sima who plays with a bit of pace, right? That plays with a bit of pace. See if you're playing fast, fast full foot, fast I can't sound like James last night. Fast f- free flowing football. <laughs> <laughs> Then you, then you, you seem to get the better, the better, uh, the best of these guys. So um, I definitely think he can be a squad player. Look, he's been a squad player for last few years. Touching the comments, he's obviously scored in the cup final, um, played played in the European final as well. So um, he certainly got something to offer. Um, you seen today comes a, comes on second half, changes the game. So I, I would say, I and you answer your question. He has got a place in the squad, but it's all come down to how you're going to play. See if you're going to play slow. Um, pedestrian football behind, you know, a team against a low block, no good. See if, you're, see if you're playing fast and you're moving them from side to side and moving them all over the place, then he can be a player that can add something to you. We can't, Robert, as well. We can't go any further without talking about Jack Butlin. I mean, I don't really know what else we can say about this guy that we haven't already. Um, not called upon much, um, but when he is, by God, is he a good goalkeeper. Makes two great saves, doesn't he? I think one, one, with it, one for the head and then one that just sort of tips over the bar. So that's, it's imperative we hang on to him. I know there was sort of links to Birmingham City or whatever it was. Um, I'd, I'd hate to see him go. I really would because, you know, we spoke and we spoke about how we were going to replace Alan McGregor and uh, no one's talking about Alan McGregor anymore, apart from me right now, obviously. Um, but, uh, Jack Butler's came in, took it to, took to like a, a duck to water. And I don't just mean in terms of performances. I mean in terms of representing the football club. Um, apparently great with, with kids and stuff and, and just, just a real yeah, just a, a real presence. So um no it'd be be a shame if he went. I hope he can stay, you know, for the next two, three, four, five years, however long it may be. But um, I suppose if a if a, if a, fig, a, a tempting figure came in the board have to speak about it. But as you say, not called upon and when called upon, absolutely brilliant. I mean uh, again, Kara, I feel as if I'm just repeating myself. And with regards to, to Jack Butlin, but the one good thing that Michael Beale done for this football club, he might have done one or two other things that might be being slightly harsh, but right now as we sit here, um, getting us that guy, because he is comfortably, comfortably one there. And you know how you say something and you go, well, I say it because I know for a fact I'm going to be all over Facebook and Twitter when I say this, but stuff it, I'm going to say it anyway. He's comfortably one of the best goalies in Britain. On his performances, Martin, he was, even when he first started, he was one of the youngest players to play with Birmingham City as a keeper. And he came through their ranks and he moved and he's, he was always highly rated. But he had a few bad injuries, didn't he? And he kind of, for, kind of got forgotten about. He went to Stoke and he didn't perform that great and then he got an injury and he forgotten about and he's went to other clubs just as a squad keeper. So I think in England it was like, yeah, they remember Jack Button, he used to be a really good keeper, but people forgot about him. But he's come back up here in a very short term, he's reinvented himself because that keeper was always there. He was just never given the opportunity. So you just thought, I just thought, I like, well, but we hold on to him, but everybody has a price. If something comes in, I'm going to say, well, for you six, eight million for him, the club will probably look at that seriously because that's a lot of money. So I'm just hoping that Jack will say, no, I'm happy happy playing here. I'm playing in Europe. I'm challenging for trophies and Listen, man, it wouldn't surprise me if he could be a future captain because he's that influential, Jack Butland, on and off the park. And listen, he's a fantastic keeper. And he's one of these guys who he can be standing doing nothing for 85 minutes, just like Al McGregor was at times, and then he'll pull off that save. That's what you know, he's a good goalkeeper. You can get keepers who make corners of saves without a match, maybe like three or four in, and people say, Manny match. But if you can pull off that one save that you need to do, that's just as important for me. So I uh, so listen. I'm hope Jack Butler stays at Rangers for a good couple of seasons because he's a great signing, and you're right with Michael Beale. That's Michael Beale's best signing for us, getting Jack Butler through the door. If if anybody came in with six to eight million, I would hope that Rangers would just send him an email back going, ha 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 ha, no chance. Um, that wouldn't even pay for Jack Butler's big tour, Robert. 
Listen, it's got to be sort of eight figures. I hope I've done my maths right there uh, before you even <laughs> start talking about a transfer. So, because you're not going to be able to replace that, especially when you think they got him on a free transfer. A free mm-hmm. transfer. money for this guy. So, if you take, let's just say, 10, 12 million for him, how much are you going to have to pay to get somebody into that, that quality and that ill? Because, well, it's just, it's not even it's not even thinkable. When you think as well, Man United would have in brought that on Anna at. Kerr knows a lot more about my than I do. I don't know how much they paid for this guy, but I've seen glimpses of him and uh, I'd rather have Jack Butt under my goal. Jack, Jack has stayed at United and get probably a lot more money he's getting the Rangers, but he wanted to play, wanted to prove people wrong, and that's what he's doing. He's come up to Rangers and he said, I'm still a really good goalkeeper, I'll show you. And he's doing it, so hopefully it shows him it for a good couple of seasons more because, listen, there's no many people out there who's better than Jack Butt at this moment in time. I know, oh no, Nana's in goal. That's what all the Man U fans singing it. Um, because he's absolutely hopeless. I mean, care. I've asked you this before and I'll ask you again. If Eric Ten Hag's got a choice right now of playing on Nana or Butland in goal, who's he going with? He's probably going with Nana because he's signed him, but obviously Jack Butland. <laughs> Jack Butland's been playing a lot better. Listen, has been playing a lot better. We know how well he's been playing like. I mean, he pulled off two saves a day, but it's just, he's very comfortable with the ball at his feet. He doesn't get credit for that, but even when the ball is coming back to him, he, he can easily pass it to the left or pass it to the right. He never panics. And he's always talking to defenders in front of him. And they all know he'll come out for cross balls as well, which is an important thing in this, in, up in Scotland, the way we play. So, listen, like I said, Alice Michael Bill's best signing for us. And I can see him being a future captain for us. I think he's actually happy here. He looks happy and he's enjoying his football. See the true test, Martin, of a Rangers player, if you know that they're, they're a good sign and they're, and they're well thought of, it's when the, the fans of the other, the other team are telling you that he's good. He's actually really good. Uh, uh, you know, uh, that's when you know, didn't you? So uh, I've got a couple of, couple, of, couple of pals, I'll call them, uh, that are of that persuasion and they all say the same. But you've got you want to watch with him. So that's when you know, I think. That's And to be fair, just, just to be fair, I've always said that about Kyogo. I've always said he's a cracking player. Um, so there you go. Um, I know, and that's why Man U are a mid-table English team and they're going to be losing a manager shortly because he's hopeless. Um, anyway, um, Ryan James, Super Chat. Thank you very much, Ryan. Where's the James Tavernier appreciation? It's coming your way right now. And I prefer Dyer Bus, right? <laughs> I really, I prefer Dyer Bus, but it's, as I've been reliably informed quite a few times, it's D.I. Rebus. Um Who's always who's always on the channel, always commenting and always helping to support. So thank you very much, Di Rebus. Oh, who you work for, Martin Diabus? <laughs> Sorry, you still work for that. <laughs> Captain Tavtastic, via play man in a match, has ice in his veins. And Robert, ice in the veins, he may well have. Um now, I'm taking nothing away for that free kick, right? Because as as was actually said in commentary, he places, I think it's Goldson and I can't and Balligan, maybe right in front of the goalkeeper before he hits it. And it's a fantastic, fantastic strike. Should Xander Clark do better with that? Or is he just, is Tav just hit it with that much power and accuracy? Listen, the fact that you're even saying should Xander Clark save that is that's credit to Tavnir because you've just become that accustomed to him scoring these free kicks. Like he's he's so, so good with a dead, with a dead ball. Um, and I think that's part of the problem with James Tavernier in terms of the criticism he's used, that we've just become so accepted of, of, the, of the standards that he gives you and the numbers he gives you and um, we're constantly sort of on his back when he's no. Um, that's a wonderful free kick. Um, so I'm not going to sit here and, and talk down um, Xander Clark. I, I don't think he saves that, you know, nine times out of ten. So um, it's a great free kick. Delighted for the for the, for the captain today because he, he just looked really happy. I mean, I watched his... His press conference on Friday and thought he doesn't sound great at all. Um, but what a performance he put in, he really showed me today. So, um, no, to answer your question, I don't think he does save it. I think Tavernier just p- puts it where he wants it, knew what he was doing, had one thing in his mind, and it was to put Rangers into the final. Yeah, um, two seconds, Kev, before I come to you on it. We've got a brand new member, Silverwing, who's a member on the Rangers Rabble YouTube channel. Thank you very much for the, the um, support. Um, Charles is back in again with another super chat. Um, thank you again, Charles. Man in a match was Lundstrom. When I said scrappy, take that back. Just frustrated we couldn't get the lead. I'll come back to Lundstrom in a wee second, Charles. I'm just going to finish off 
this Tav chat with Kerr. Um, yes, Kerr, has James Tavernier been given a different role under Kummel? Um We were talking before we came on, and it was a case of it, it appears now that not everything's going through him. So he's maybe getting a wee bit of a break within the game. Um, so, yeah, just your general thought on that. And I've been very critical of James Tavernier, and I have turned around and I've said, and I'll admit it, um, that I think his time's up at Rangers in terms of being able to carry on doing what he's doing. But every time I say it and every time everybody else says it, he kind of he gives you a wee punch, a wee jab to the face, doesn't he? I think, Tavs, let me say it in the chat, Marmite, he is Marmite, either love or hate him, don't you? But I think he, he's sometimes been, he's a scapegoat and he's, he's an easy target, but other times he deserves a criticism. Do you know what I mean? Because he has been poor and he'll probably put his hands up and say that as well. I just think we were playing just now, not everyone's going through him or Borna. Before the last two managers, everyone was going down the fullbacks, but we were playing different. We're playing the ball more, we're passing it, Robert said, we're, we're passing it quicker, we're using Seamus coming into the game more, Danilo, you've got Lammers, I can't move, doing more, the midfielders are getting further up the park, so no everyone's coming down the left or right, constantly, so we're not hitting the balls in for deep, a lot like Bonner and Tav used to him in for deep, we're hitting the byline a lot more, we're getting closer to boxing, whipping balls in, so no everyone's going, going through Tav anymore, but he's still making an impact, he's still getting involved, he comes up with big moments, even now against Hearts, Listen, he wasn't great against Tars, but not many people were that game. But he scored the penalty. I know he missed one, but he scored the penalty and then come up and assist at the end. And it's things like that. It say to you, he's not playing well, but he still comes up trump. And if you take him out the side, yeah, you maybe say, well, somebody else might play better. But will they come up with any moments that Tav comes up with? He's going to be very difficult to replace. And for what he cost and for how long he's been here, he is an easy weapon boy and you get people saying he's a cap, he's not a captain, he's a loser mentality. Like I said before, it's never Tav's issue who we buy, what players come into the club. It's not his fault we've no won as many stuff because of the players are yeah, only good enough, not just him. But I just think he's not always going to be here. He won't be, and I think his role may be changed next season if he's still here. Maybe not as many games, but I just think he's still got an important role to play for Rangers because his contribution's so good. And it's so high, and it just to take that away altogether, I think we would miss it. I mean, Robert, on the comment here for, D- for David Baxter over on Facebook, um, we are far more tactically aware of what we have to do um, as a team. Looking, look organised, sharper, and resilient. Great to see, and the gaffer has real presence on the touchline. He absolutely does, and he's forever coaching as well. Can we then apply the fact that the gaffer's come in and changed a bit, and he's constantly coaching to maybe the upturn? in the last couple of games of not just what Tav has brung in terms of goals and assists, but his all-round performance? Absolutely. It's no coincidence. And I think I agree with Kieran massively in the fact that we're not doing too much in terms of you know the free kicks and corners. It may have taken a bit of burden off. You don't know what the, the, the previous manager was asking for. We're putting on his shoulders as the captain of Rangers. Um, but he just seems to be you know, a, a, a bit a bit more free, if that makes sense. And, and I think if you see, again, the managers, you listen to him, he's on about coaching players and making players better, and that's his job. And I love that. And even at Tavernier's age, what, 31, 32, who's to say can he make him better? Who's to say can he get more out of him? Um, and, and I think it's what Keir says there, when, when Tav does go, and that, that will happen eventually, he'll go, and we will miss him because his contribution in big, big moments has been... You know, nothing short of miraculous. He just comes up time and time again. You think about, you know, the the, the golden boot in the Europa League, and then you know, uh, goals against Celtic. You know, goals in in, in semi finals. So I just think he, it's it, it, it's something that you all miss, but only when he's when he's not there. So for the time being, maybe maybe just need to get off his back a wee bit. A bit the whole captaincy thing, and just appreciate him for what he's doing, and trust Philippe Clement to maybe just utilise him a bit better than the last manager has. I mean, care blue bells are blue. The Tav conundrum, the first half was awful. Mm. His crossing was abysmal. Second half, he's producing worldies. I would agree with that to an extent in terms of the crossing in the first half, but that was that was Tav and Bonner and anybody else really who flung a ball into the box. I don't think the crossing was great, um, but not awful. No, it wasn't awful. I just think like I just think maybe Tav's held a different level to some of the other players in the side. Should he be because he's the captain? 
some people do that because he's a captain, but some people might do it because of what he's done in the past. Like Robert said, he can rock with big moments. He's good at putting the ball into the box. He's, he gets sent in the box, he scores, and he's always involved. So maybe we shouldn't put as much pressure on him, like, and he maybe we get more out of him. Listen, it's a lot of, when you're Rangers captain and Rangers player, and you're not playing well, somebody has to take responsibility. And as being the captain, he gets a lot of that abuse. And you can understand why. But like I said, he's not always been the worst player we've had. And he's, he can be the whipping boy at times for the fans. But listen, if Camoin can get more out of him than we've seen already, I'm happy with that. But I think not having the two fullbacks pressing high as much and using other players up front more and the way we're playing slightly different, I think he will contribute more because I think he's still got that ability in him. Martin I also thought today Martin had done well defensively was a couple of times he made clearances mm-hmm. and Hearts came in through because Hearts didn't have a shot in goal, would they? They had five attempts and no shot in target. Do you know that way? So that's how well we defended. And we can sit here and say Hearts are poor they were, but as a semi-final, if you can't get your team up for a semi-final, then you've got issues. Does a penalty not count as a shot in target? Well, I'm just reading the stats, so it says there was no ah, shot in target. I'm just... I'm just Guys, come back on something that Kerr said there, just in regards, you know, um, no playing the fullbacks are high up. I don't think we're as predictable as what we were maybe at the start of the season. Um, there's more to our game, and teams are going to find it a little bit harder playing against us in the sense of what are they going to do? Where are they going to go? Are they going to go wide? Are they going to come central? Um, we've got players linking up, one touch, two touch, some better movement up front as well, quicker movement. So I think um, that's only going to get better through the coaching that we spoke of just there. So it's quite exciting, actually. You know, I've, I've been desperate, absolutely desperate to see my team playing fast, quick football. And we're finally seeing some signs of that. So it's, it's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Robert, we all know you're desperate. You don't need to tell <laughs> us that. Um, but, but just right, we, we spoke about Tav, Robert. What was your thoughts on Borna? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, listen, he wasn't even written up threes. Let's no, let's no give him, um, you know, a 10 out of 10. But he was he was okay. He didn't do anything wrong. I, I just said at start, Sipic wasn't going to give him any problems. Um, and I thought Sima gave Sipic more to handle going back the way than, uh, than, than Borna did. So he was allowed to really do... Uh, play his own game, uh, Barisic. His delivery was 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 decent. It wasn't brilliant. Um, yeah, he was all right. He, he was, you know, and we're going to have to. He's going to have to play domestically as well if we're going to go further in Europe because of obviously the parting gift that Bill left us with him and Redman from the squad. Um, I don't agree with what Mark, uh, Michael Stewart said in commentary that you know Barisic was was playing sure. because <laughs> Barisic was playing because he's got a, a more physical presence and you know um, Redman was caught at the back post. Barisic has been caught at the back post religiously in games, so I don't agree with that at all. I think uh, you know we have to trust in what the manager told us uh, pre-match in the in the sense that it was um, you know Red Van's load and he'd played most that he's played since he's been at Rangers, etc., etc. So um, trust the manager's decision. I don't think Barisic was amazing, but I don't think he was rubbish either. So he just had a steady, steady Eddie. You get caught at the back post in this game today, Barisic. So. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I don't want to be, and before I come, D.I. Rebus has rejoined as a member. Thank you very much, Diabus, um, for the continued support. It means a lot. Um, I, I don't want to come down too hard on, on Borna Kerr. I don't want to come down hard on any Rangers player. Um, and he came back in. He came back into the team today. He's not, obviously, he's been out injured. He's not had a lot of minutes. And he, and he kind of, he, he was just, he was okay. I thought he'd done okay, Martin. I thought he to get forward, he defended okay, and he, he linked up well, and a lot of his passes were going forward, but I think that helps receiver in front of him. Listen, I like Van I kept him in. Personally, I don't think any of the two of them, I think they need better left-back, but that's just mm-hmm. my opinion. I think Bono will probably be away in the summer, so that's how I maybe give Van a run of games, but if manager wants him there, because it's a big European game on Thursday night, you can understand why he played today, so but he never done anything wrong for me. He put in a couple of good balls into the box. He defended okay. Kept the ball moving. And 
he was strong at times when he had to be, but Hart didn't offer much to put him under pressure a lot of the time, but he was okay. He didn't do anything like we can complain about. No, and Hart's got a penalty care as a and by the way, I'm just refilling my, my smoky pen liquid here. Um Hart's got a penalty and but they didn't get a penalty. The boy gets sent off for a dive. It went to VAR. Um, the VAR showed that there was a slight clip and Hearts got a penalty. The red card got overturned. Any argument in any of that for you? I still think it's one of the ones he made a melee, didn't he? There was a slight touch with Davis. Davis probably shouldn't have put his foot in like that. It was just, I think he jumped in too quickly. But I don't know. You see them giving, you don't see them giving. See, nowadays with penalties because of VAR and the ref. As soon as he goes to the screen, he's going to overturn it, and it, they don't know the rules. So they don't know the rules. We don't know them either. But you can see, was that a penalty? I don't know. I think it was a 50-50. If it was up that end, I'm shouting for a penalty. But in the Rangers box, I'm shouting it's not a penalty. You can see why he gave it. We can see. You can also see why it shouldn't have been given. So, but I do think Kings made a meal it, and I do think he knew that, and that's why he was asking for VA. But as soon as the ref, because the person operating VA does, he want me a decision. He says today, if you're going to look at it, Nick Walsh is always going to overturn it. I don't understand the yellow car thing. Somebody can maybe, I thought yellow cars couldn't be overturned. I thought it was only red cars, but obviously, because he's just gave a yellow for the penalty and the penalty's been overturned, then maybe that's how the yellow car has to be overturned as well. I don't know. I think it's because it's in the moment. Um, if it was a second yellow that led to a red, and I think the, the game finished and then they went to look at it, I don't think they can overturn it then, but because it's in the moment. Robert, I'm going to be brutally honest with you. For me, it's you can say it's soft all you want, and it probably is. But he's he's clipped his foot. Apparently, listen, I'm not. I don't want to talk too much about the foul. It's the process that bothers me. It's just so so tedious and like agonising. She think, oh, I'm my, even my wife sitting there and she doesn't understand the first thing. I think she's saying that's a penalty. He's, the, the Rangers players touched him. Why are even why are they even looking at this? Um, so I just think like I it was a penalty. Listen. Uh, no bearing on the match whatsoever. So I think that's why we're maybe going to let it slide. But had it been nil-nil um, and they get that, then I, I say we'd probably be sitting here and discussing it in a bit more detail. But as it stands, as it stood, uh, no, no harm done. Um, Shanklin steps up, puts it away. You, you can always thought he was going to score, didn't you? So, um, aye, it, 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 it's one of them. You're looking at it, you're looking at it. I think he, I think Davis maybe just catches the back of Kingsley's left leg. The softest of touches, but you're going to get them given the river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, look, I know it's, uh, I might be sitting here with a different opinion, like you say, if it was 0-0 and we lose the game 1-0. Um, but Robert, just D- Davies just on the pitch, just caught a bit cold? I don't know about caught a bit cold. He's, he's gone in thinking the ball's going to come to him and, 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 and it doesn't as simple as that. And he's caught the player. Kingsley just gets himself in and in front of him and then he's looking for it as such. So he goes over. Um I think you can know, like Kerr says, the, 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 the protestation from Kingsley. Um, he was adamant that when they look at what this... What a word, by the way. What a word. That is <laughs> tremendous. That's far too intelligent for the Rangers rabble, by the way. That's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> protestation. He had the, the courage to go. As soon as the referee posted the, the screen, that's going to be a penalty heart. So... Um, Aye, no complaints, really. No complaints. Robert, well, did one of your kids get homework for school with that word in it? You had to write a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous, man. That's absolutely ridiculous. And by the way, um, D.I. Rebus has just gifted five um, podcast memberships, Rangers Rabble podcast memberships here on YouTube. So thank you very, very much um, for that. Now, I want to go back to, if I can find it. There we go. I want to go back to Charles's point here um, about John Lundstrom. Um, was man of the match for him? What about yourself? Again, I thought there is just the odd occasions where, you know, John's maybe just trying to pass without looking and gives the ball away. But but overall, again, solid in the middle of the park. Played really well, John Lundstrom. I thought him and Ryan Jack played well. One went forward, one sat, and vice versa. And- He's passing the ball more forward. He's taking more ass for his passing, which is what I like. It's when he goes sides to side of battlers and slows it down, which I don't like about John Lundstrom. Like I said, he's playing well. But as for a contract, we can make that decision in the summer. But up until now, let's, if he's playing well, he stays in the team. Listen, you know Lundstrom's had a good game when Kerr can actually praise him. 
because that's telling you something, all right? Um, he's not Kerr's favourite player. And for Kerr to come out and say he's played well, John Lundstrom has played well, 100%. Well, I think Ryan Jack makes him look better. I agree with Thomas. <laughs> I mean, you look better. <laughs> no, you just, you just make the screen brighter. Right, let's hear, <laughs> let's hear what the captain had to say, shall we? Um, he spoke to um, Rangers TV after the game. To have into the Viplay Cup final, must be delighted by that. Yeah, obviously we wanted to put ourselves into the final, and you know I thought we we played really well today. Um, first half, we obviously tried to ask the questions, but they were really resilient. Um, you know they tried to load the ball in the box at any given time, but I thought we dealt with it really well. And then second half, obviously get an early penalty and get the goal. Then you know I thought we went strength for strength and creating the chances, and yeah, it was a good performance on the boys. Yeah, what was the message from the manager at halftime? Because you seemed to come out with a sort of renewed intensity and ultimately took the game away from Hearts so quickly. Yeah, he always, he always encourages the team to, to start fast again, uh, keep the tempo really high. And, and I thought we did that really well. And um, yeah, the boys are all tuning in to what the gaffer wants and, and it's really showing on the pitch. So we're only going to go strength for strength uh, with the games coming up. Um, but yeah, died that we're in the final, but obviously an important game Thursday now. Yeah, it's 14 goals in the manager's first five games. What seems to have clicked in front of goal? I think obviously everyone's getting a lot of confidence uh, playing with each other. You know, all the lads are chipping in with goals, and it's really good to see. And obviously, getting players back from injury is obviously great to see. Tom back on the pitch today, um, and that's what we—that's what we need. We need the full squad back, and you know the way the manager wants the, uh, you know the the boys that are coming back um, in a state of really good fitness, which will help them in the long term. So it's good. Um, yeah, we've just got to keep pushing hard, keep doing what he's telling us to do and just push each other every single day on the training pitch. Yeah, and on a personal level, that's six goals in the last six games for yourself. How much are you enjoying this current run of form? Yeah, obviously it's 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 enjoyable when you can get on the uh, on the score sheet, but it's been more enjoyable, you know, keeping the clean sheets. Obviously, yeah, we, did, we conceded, but obviously from a penalty today, but it's been enjoyable, you know, being strong at the back and being strong as a team in general, being hard to beat. So that's probably the more pleasing thing for me and... Yeah, we just got to, you know, keep pushing ourselves, keep demanding, and you know, we're only going to get better um, with time. You know, it's a cup final now to look forward to next month. But how much is it about keeping the momentum up in, in the league and in Europe as well? Until then, yeah, we've got a really important game against Prague at home, so we've obviously got to use our fans and our our home ground to to make it, you know, to make it a fortress. And you know, it, it's it's an important three points that we need uh, to help us in the group, um, to put us in the right direction. So that's obviously our full focus now to get the recovery in and and prepare for Thursday. Right, straight away, <clears throat> Ian Thompson's right down my throat, man. Um, that's six goals in the last six games, but Martin still thinks you're pish. I can guarantee you, James Tavernier does not watch the Rangers rabble, right? Um, although I can't guarantee it because he might, but I, I highly doubt it after some choice words we've had to, to say about him. But but it's a, it's a fair comment, Kerr, six goals in six games. And I like the fact that when he's asked about, you know, that's who scored all these goals, his, his first thought is to go back to clean sheets, defensive, hard to beat. That's clearly what the manager's installing in these players. It is, and the way he's talking, he's just taking a game by game as well, isn't he? He's not looking too far ahead because as Tav knows, and as we know, looking far ahead, we can end up falling flat on our face. So, listen, he's doing really well just now, but we also know before the manager came in, he was doing really poor. So, you're only as good as your last game, as they say. So, let's hope Jesus. he can continue to Thursday. Jesus, what? It was so, his fault. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just shot myself out of firework. See, we've got Sorry. a little bit <laughs> Darling, it was right outside my door. Um, he also mentioned um, Tom Lawrence here, Robert. Tom obviously came on and got, was it 10 minutes he got um, in the end? Um, nice wee glimpses from him. I was just a wee bit perplexed by that substitution in terms of he's literally just back for injury and my big fear was he'll come on for 10 minutes and that's him straight back off. But Clement knows exactly what he's doing. He knows a lot better than me. And he came on and he, and he tried his best to get involved. I think it's a, he, he was unlucky. It's a shot for distance. It's it, it, it saved and it's blocked. Can kind of, kind of remember? But it's a, you know that's what I said that um, in the build up that he, he's one of the only players we have that shoots from distance, takes a shot on. So, uh, <laughs> 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 oh, I did, I did, I so listen, Tom Tom Lawrence, when fit, will be a 
I, I, you know, a, a great weapon to use for the rest of the season. Can I just come back to, to Lundstrom and, and Jacko, no. please? I just want to see because it's something we didn't touch on in, in the build-up, and you, you were gone. What does it What does it do for Sifuentes now? Because if Jack and and, and Lundstrom are playing so well, and Sifuentes was brought in as the you know he was meant to, he was talked up as the big sign, the guy that was going to take us to the next level. I think was the, the infamous quote. So, um, what does it do for him? Because he sat on the bench now at Lemon. He's not even getting brought on. Um, and, and Jack and, and Lundstrom are just going for strength to strength. For me, and Kerr, I'll take this straight to you. For me, I love that. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's up to Sifuentes now in training to show the manager exactly what he can do and show him he's fit enough. And then once he gets his chance, he's got to take it. It's got to be at this football club that you have got to push and push and push for your position. And whether, whether you were brought in as the... And that that includes Danilo as well. Um, it includes every player. Um, whether you are part of the first team right now, if you are 1% off it, there's got to be somebody there in training to say to the manager, show me, uh, give me a game, I'll, I'll prove you wrong. I think, me, Sifentes, I'll give him time to get his fitness up, I'll give him time to start to acclimatise his teammates more, instead of just coming straight into the team and, and just set one in life in Glasgow, basically. And listen, I think he'll still get games. Jack's not going to play constantly because, you know, he, he can break down. So I think he'll be used maybe in the, Thursday night maybe miss a Levy game so he might come into that but it just means like Martin says Martin made a good point for a change Robert uh, <laughs> that when he does get, when he does get a chance just like everybody else has been talking about he's got to take it like we said about Scott right today he's got to take the chance and we, you know, football nowadays isn't about 11 guys it's about a big squad I mean somebody's out or somebody's you've all got a job to do so if it's not Jack and Lundstrom it might be Cervantes and Lundstrom or whatever so or Lawrence might come in, so they've all got a job to do, and when they get their chances, they're going to have to prove to manager, listen, I've played well, I deserve to be here next season, and that's what they've all got to do, it doesn't matter who it is. And it also doesn't matter what we talk about, and I, I, I kind of know a wee bit the way that, that, that James Tavernier feels, because I'm getting berated in the comments here um, by one of the channel members, Robert, and I'll take this straight to you. Um, has the channel just given up talking about why Lammers is still getting a game? Well, listen, he's, I don't think he'd done too much wrong today. I mean, he wasn't outstanding, but he was he was involved. Um, if you've not get can't if you've Cantwell's not going to be fit and available, then what can you do really? Who 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 comes in and, and plays in there? Um, that's the question. Sometimes we lammers the 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 head scratching <clears throat> for me is that he seems to beat a man and beat himself. It's it's crazy um, to watch at times. He'll, he'll maybe run it too far and it gets caught under his feet and. Do you think he could put maybe offer a wee bit more, but it's going to have to click for him soon because he's he's going to be playing Rangers number ten. He needs to be creating chances. He needs to be offering assists and he needs to be getting in amongst the goals as well. I know he got a goal midweek, but up until his goal, I don't think he was pulling up any trees. So um, it's going to be difficult for for Lammers. I think Lammers more so than Dessers. Dessers it, it, it can be all right coming off the bench, but I think if Lammers comes out the team, he'll not see much action. So it's just about can Cantwell oust him for the number ten. Who's get, can Lawrence come in even and, and make a, a search for the number 10 shirt as well? So um, I think he's a little lucky in early doors, Lammers, that Michael Beale sort of was forced to play him because he was one of his signings. Um, but now the new manager comes in, I think, as we touched on before, he's going to be ruthless. If you're not doing it, you're out. I mean, I think we'll touch more on Lammers tomorrow night in the phone-in because um, we are we are very, very, very quickly getting towards that hour, Mark, and we've still to hear from the manager. Um so we'll hear from the manager quickly and then we'll finish things up where we chat, I think, about um, Danilo and his performance today. Um, so this is what the manager had to say after today's win. Philippe, well done. Rangers are via play cup finalists. How do you reflect on that performance today? That it's well deserved. Uh, it's clear for everybody that that watched the game. Um, we took the game in hand from, from the start. Uh, created enough chances the first half already to score a goal. Uh, okay, the, the goalkeeper on the other side uh, did a good job. And you know also the first uh, half that the opponent are, are still more fresh. But the second half, uh, yeah, we forced it and, and you saw more and more space because uh, the team did good stuff also in the first half. What was your message to the players at the break? Was it a case of, of keep doing what you're doing? Yes, for sure. To, to repeating what, what we've been doing now for weeks. Um, Staying in with the same focus because it's not only with the ball, also without the ball. When we lose it, to have a good structure all the time, 
to not get transition because Hearts is a really good team uh, in that way. And they were waiting for that on that and set pieces. So you need to keep a high focus in the team, what everybody did. Um, and then at the end, you can make a few changes also to, to give players some minutes, like Tom Lawrence who comes out of injury. So those are also important things for the next couple of weeks. A word on James Tavenier. He, he really did lead by example again, and it, it was a big moment, that penalty. Yes, um, I think uh, Tav is growing game by game. He's feeling good in the way we want to play. Uh, and he's a leader by example in the dressing room. So I'm happy that in this dressing room I have a few leaders. It's a very important thing for me as a coach also. And they understand the story. That's why the story is evolving also fast because of these players who who think the way I think and uh, and help the young lads also in that way. You touched on being able to make the changes there as well. Was it a positive for you, the impact those players had? And, and do you feel the squad's continuing to get stronger? Yes, for sure. Uh, of course, there are details that we can make better and uh, and that's normal also uh, at this moment. But I want to create really a family in this dressing room where everybody fights for everybody and, and everybody wins together and everybody loses together. I hope it doesn't happen that much, but that we are ready for that. And... Okay, uh, we go now to the finals. Some players played, but in the rounds before, other players were important. Maybe in the final, another player will be important. So it's not about 11 who start or the, the, the players who are coming on the pitch. It's about all the dressing room. And if everybody keeps on pushing all season, we're going to have a great season. It is a few weeks, of course, until the final, but, but I'm sure it'll give the squad a boost having that to look forward to in December. Yeah, but I want now that they enjoy this evening, that they're satisfied, happy, that they spend some time with the family. And from tomorrow on, it's all focus on uh, the game against Prague because it's a, it's a difficult game, it's a hard game. And I hope also that uh, the fans can continue what they've been doing now the last couple of weeks to support the team in that way because it gives such a mass massive energy to the team. So I hope uh, that Ibrooks will bowl in a, in a positive way on Thursday. He does not give one jot about that final in December right now, by the way. He does not give one jot about it. He is 100% fully focused on Prague uh, on Thursday. And one of the takeaways I took for that, if that even makes sense, um, and, and Michael's picked up on it, Robert, he has a few leaders in the dressing room. And we all, we always assumed that, the, well, I, I don't not all of us, I don't think that's fair, but there was a kind of contingent of players who ran things. But the way that the manager's talking there, it's he, he's got people like Tav and whoever else um, who are helping get his ideas across. And it seems as if maybe for the first time in a long time, and maybe I'm just taking this out of context after one comment from the manager, but the dressing room seems to be harmonious. Oh, Unified, in fact. You know, yeah. um, I want to create a family that wins together and, and loses together. Um you know, it reminded me of the, the I know it was Andy Gorham or Richard Goff, um, the team that drink together, win together. That, that always stuck me when I was a wee guy. So it's similar to that, obviously, with the carry Um So I, I think that, you know, that, that's pleasing to hear. Listen, we could listen to uh, the manager uh, all day because he just speaks sense and he gets you up for it. And I don't, as you say, I don't doubt for one second that he'll go home tonight, reflect, park it onto Prague on Thursday night. And then same with that, we beat Prague. Reflect, park it on Olivia and Sunday. He won't mm -hmm. be content. He's not. I don't think he's content. We just standing still. He wants progress, progress, progress. He wants players to improve, improve, improve. And he said uh, just this week that he's, this is not about his career. It's, he's not bothered about his own career here. He's, he's, he wants to improve people. He wants. People, he likes to give that feeling of of happiness back to the supporters, back to the players, back to the staff. So. Um, Let's hope it continues. Let's hope come the end of the season we're, we're in a good place and we're, and we're celebrating a couple of, couple of trophies, eh? And do you know what? I think on that positive note, we'll leave it there because we are back tomorrow night, half past seven, for the Rangers Rabble phone-in, which is, of course, your chance to have your say on everything and anything, Rangers, if you want to talk about today's result tomorrow. Yeah, that makes sense. If you want to look ahead to Prague on Thursday, you can do that. If you want to talk about individual players, contracts, transfers, the manager... Nothing is off the table. And if you want to talk about how stupid I am, then by all means, fire in and talk about that because everybody's slating me in the comments, which I absolutely love to see because uh, it takes the heat off Robert and his, his thoughts. And it takes the heat off him. Um, listen, thank you, everybody who tuned in today. Um, thank you for all the super chats as well, for all the members, um, your support 
uh, is never taken for granted and it's greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, Care, Robert, thank you very much as well um, for joining me. So, yeah, there you have it. Um, a comfortable victory at Hamden. Um, Rangers are through to the League Cup final. Um, it's a chance to win back our trophy. Um, that's us now been to the most finals, I think, out of any team in Scotland. I think that's a record now. 20... No, I can't remember what the numbers are. I'm not going to make myself look stupid, but I'm pretty sure we hold the record now. Um, so, yeah, thank you, everybody, um, for tuning in, and we will speak to you all tomorrow night. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.